Hey, what's going on? It's been a week, so you get another one of these. We have my co-host, as always, with me. Melissa, thank you so much for taking the time. Yep. All Sunday. All Sunday? Yep. Well, not all Sunday, because we have plans after this, don't we? Yes. Where are we going? Blink-182. How are you feeling about that? You excited? Yeah, I like going to any concerts. Yeah. You're the you're the pooper. The pooper? Yeah. I just don't like going to concerts very much. I know. It's the biggest bummer. I don't like listening to music at all that much, which yeah, is also a big it's bummer. it's the biggest bummer. For you, because you like me. That's our biggest difference, I think, in any part of our personality. Don't you think? Yeah. I think it probably has to be, because we like everything else the same as each other, for the most part. Yeah. But music... I never listen to music on my own. I always listen to a podcast or some talk comedy, something like that instead. And it just gets so tiring. Why? It's just, it's just more. It's listening to people talk and drone on. I like dancing. <laughs> I like dancing. I like um, listening to music. I like it to be high energy. And those <laughs> are just all things you hate. Well, I don't hate high energy. You you do. I just or I guess you maybe hate high energy dancing, music, loud things. Loud things. Yeah. What loud things do I hate? Um, music. Mu- <laughs> yeah. Just music. Yeah, and you despise music so much. Like if any movie we watch has music playing or there's some kind of singing or anything for an ex like more than. 20 seconds, you're just like, oh, all right, this is enough of this. <laughs> Not always. If it's, a funny, always. if it's a funny song. No, it doesn't matter. It mm, doesn't matter. I don't think that's true. I think that I like funny so- I like the South Park musical. I liked Hannibal the musical. I like um, when I was Cannibal, a kid. Cannibal, you mean? Cannibal, whatever. Um, I liked a lot of Disney shows as a kid. They as a spent, child. They spent the whole time singing, and it was just, that was the way it tricked me into watching it is because as a kid like you're so simple you're, like they need to they can't be like ariel we need to have a long discussion about the implications of you leaving society to join the human world you can't even walk like they don't have talks like that they're like oh let's have a song about crabs and then it's like all right i'm, I'm into it i'm into it i'm liking this because you're a child you know and you get duped so into are it. you saying music is for children to dupe other people into shit no i was saying that those disney movies i was a child and so i really enjoyed them it wasn't until I got older and I didn't like musicals. I kind of realized that I stopped enjoying that because I get interested in the plot in shows. And so if like it, we find out that a house has fallen and crushed a witch, I am my thought is like we got to get this journey going. We got to find out who killed this witch, what's what's happening, what what's going on, and then they'll sing for half an hour about the color of the road surrounding the town that was near the killed witch. And it's like th- this is this is a very inefficient way to, to 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 unearth this mystery. I like the plot moving forward. All right. And the music can do that. I just don't. I, I don't have to defend it. See, I just don't like I, it that I much. Don't, I don't. I, don't, I just don't like really music. You really care about the plot moving forward when you like movies like The Dark Knight, where they have so many. Like if you took all of the parts, the the extra bits that all could the have Bane been songs. cut. That could have been cut, you could come up with some time for a musical. You think? Yes. You think that you could just cut up any movie and have time for no, a musical? No, I'm talking about Christopher just Nolan. His, oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's not very expeditious in his journey to, to complete a movie. He really dilly-dallies. Yeah, I A couple know. times. 
the whole thing where Bane like just talked to everybody at the football stadium. It was like this is so this is all for you, Bane. Like this is all you're just being like a complete narcissist. Like he didn't have to come out here and do a whole speech in your fucking wooden coat. Like that that little chest thing he was wearing, you know, with the the fluff around. It looked like a, he cut up a bunch of Ugg boots and sewed it together. Okay, well I I I think I've only seen that movie once. No, so. that's not possible. You have to have seen it more than once. No, cuz I remember when that movie came out and there was that whole deal about someone bringing a gun into the theater and shooting people, and I I had a I have a concealed carry and I was concealed I was carrying everywhere. It didn't matter where I went. So uh, my mom was just like, "You're not going to that movie if you're if you're bringing your gun." She's like, "You're not going." And I was like, fine, I'm not going. And she went to the movie by herself. She already bought the tickets. She went to the movie by herself. And I was so pissed off about it because I was just like, I'm not, I'm not, if you're going to be that way, I'm not going to go to the movie. And she's like, fine, you're not going to the movie. And she went, and I didn't see the movie until it came out on DVD. Because you didn't want to go without your gun. It was but it was more of, a, more of a principal thing. Yes. Why, but if you're concealing because it, why would you tell her anyway? Why don't you just go, okay, fine, I'll leave it behind. I just have to no, go pee real quick, no, and then you just throw it was, in your purse. No, because she was just like, you're not, like, before we even went to the movie, like, it wasn't like I am planning on carrying my gun to this movie. It was like, I, I just do it all the time anyway. And she was just like, she made a point. She was like, you're not bringing that gun. And I was like, I am of age. You're not telling me what to do. I'm bringing it. <laughs> so I was bringing it mostly just to, in spite of her. But then in the end, she did tell you what to do. You can't no. come if you're going to bring that. She bought the tickets, so I was like, whatever. Fucking whatever. Fucking I'm not, whatever. Yeah, fucking whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to go then. I'm not going to go. <laughs> you Without showed her. It. You showed her. I did. She went to the movie alone. Yeah. Had to watch Bane all by herself. Didn't have someone to even consult with. Like, what did he say? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay, I got it now. No, but yeah. So I didn't. I saw that movie once when it came out on DVD, and I was just like, ugh, Anne Hathaway. Bane. Ugh. Bane sounds like the teacher from The King's Speech, compared to how Killer Croc sounds in Suicide <laughs> Squad. Like Bane could have been given that king tips on not stuttering. In a more realistic fashion than having Killer Croc say anything. Because that it dude was, was obscene. We've talked about it for like a five full minutes on this show in the past, so I'm not going to get back into it. But holy shit. Someone had to have seen that and been like, guys, we know that it's kind of like neat to have a villain where you're like, oh, what's he saying? But like, <laughs> oh, what's he saying? <laughs> you know, but like but this one, like we've gone too far, guys. Like nobody's going to know what he's saying. No like, one oh, will know it. that's Tom Hardy. Yeah. It wasn't. You really... No, Killer Croc wasn't Tom Hardy. No, I meant, uh, well, I was talking about Bane. Oh, yeah, about Bane. Um, I liked Bane more because I knew it was Tom Hardy, and I liked Tom Hardy a lot, than because of the actual character Bane, you know? What did you like Tom Hardy from? Um, I had seen him in Bronson before that. He played this, like, crazy British prisoner in this prison system. We've got to watch that then, because I have seen it. Yeah, or maybe you weren't paying attention when you were watching it or something, but I've put it on Netflix before. He plays, like, it has, like, these weird little, like, uh, vignette kind of cutaways where he'll be, like, in his prison cell and then suddenly he'll be, like, oh, tough or whatever British people say in that. And he's got, like, a bunch of, like, makeup on, like, on stage. 
and it's like okay, him yeah, imagining. Yeah, I think I would remember this. Okay, well then we need to watch it because yeah. that was like the only thing I knew Tom Hardy from before that, and I just remembered thinking like, man, I really like this guy. This is a good actor, and then yeah, I, I just looked know for him other as stuff. Some bulb. And that, yeah, but I didn't like put all the pieces together that that was Tom Hardy too, because I just don't follow actors that well. Oh, yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. You do well enough for both of us because you'll be like, "Oh my God, is that Susie Smithton? Her voice in this cartoon?" I'll be like, "Who the hell is Susie Smithton?" You're like, "Oh, she was in four episodes of All That, and then half a season of All of That Friends." Yeah, and when have I ever referenced anyone from Friends I was tr- or All That? I was that. trying to pick two things that are just wildly different and wouldn't <laughs> just just picking obscure things, you know? Okay. You do like Amanda Bynes, and she was in All That, right? Or she I, just had I the, like Amanda Bynes. A couple of years ago, you were saying, "Look at her Twitter; she is crazy." Yeah, it was hilarious. It was the like, and it, I feel bad in retrospect about it now, just because like she's mentally ill and she's she? just. What's she wrong well with her? she was she was mentally ill at the time she, like she was saying crazy shit I'm sure it's not even on Twitter anymore um, but I was following her when she was just saying crazy crazy shit and now you're looking it up and I don't I don't know anyways she was doing crazy shit saying crazy shit on Twitter and like saying stuff about being in love with Drake and marrying Drake and I'm not sure who Drake is. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure who he is, but she was saying a bunch of stuff about this other famous person that she didn't really have anything to do with. And then she was saying, like, she loved him and she was going to marry him. And then in the next tweet, she'd be like, I hate him. He's so ugly. And she's just, she was crazy. So that was entertaining for a short period of time. But I, like, in retrospect, I feel kind of bad because, like, she was just out there mentally ill she hasn't been tweeting a lot since 2014 uh i'm sure a lot of her really bad ones got taken down by her publicist if they know what what's good for her there's just a picture of her crying this is one of her tweets it's her crying yeah isn't that her crying isn't she crying in her profile picture amanda Bynes? no i don't i don't think so okay well then maybe i'm i'm off there i i mean yeah, to say that I liked Amanda Bynes. I mean, I haven't seen anything that she's been in besides mm-hmm. all that long time ago, I think. But, uh, yeah, that that was why I was talking about her, because she was doing all this she crazy shit. She was doing shit. crazy stuff. Well, speaking it was of entertaining. crazy stuff, everybody really liked the drinking episode. Thank you. Yes, you did a great job. I would like to... Give my thanks to all of our watchers and listeners, and uh, yeah, and to um, Sailor Jerry. And to Sailor Jerry. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> Is that the last person on your thank list? And, and to you and for to buying me, it. And to me for buying the Sailor yes. Jerry. And and then giving it away after the drinking episode was over, so I I didn't have any more. <laughs> Well, it was also just, it's a nice thing to bring over to, like, a little weekend, like, get-together, yeah. you know? And then hey, there's a bunch like, of fucking rum, there you go. <laughs> and they were like, why did you bring this? That's what I didn't understand, is, like, why does anybody have to question why you're bringing over a giant bottle of liquor? Yeah. Where they're asking, like, like, party. like you brought that over, like, so you're gonna bring, like, and I was like, yeah, well, I brought it over here, you can drink it if you want, but I'm not taking it home. Like, it's yours now. It's a house gift. Yeah. It's not now just a heavy, cold bottle that I'm going to lug around with me. No, this is your problem now. <laughs> like, no, I don't want it. Um, 
So. But yeah, I think it went really well. People yeah, seemed to think it was, it was funny. People were saying that they didn't think I was drunk enough by the end. Um, I was pretty drunk right, cause you by the end of it. you were calling me a cunt? Just because I wasn't yelling and screaming at you? Yeah, yeah. That was probably it. Didn't go on like, a lefty rant. But um, no, I, I was pretty tipsy at that point. I wasn't like full on wasted or anything, but I, I didn't want to... I wanted to try and keep it from getting too crazy out there, you know, a little bit. I don't know. I, I I felt I definitely felt drunk. Like looking back, I can definitely tell that I was. Yeah, but you were under control. Yeah, I was. But you can be drunk and in control. Yeah. Up into like, a certain kind see, of echelon, and then you pass out. You not you. Well, I don't. I don't know. Like you don't get that shit face. Like, you you don't usually get that shit face. And you actually get quiet, like, when you do drink it, excessively. It all seems like... You just like get quiet, you put headphones on and play on the computer, and... Yeah. That's but, about it. <laughs> but not when we're doing the show. You know, I, I think it all depends on what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, but that's the... That, that PK episode's the only time I've ever seen you like that when you're drunk. Yeah, that's, it really <laughs> you is. You don't behave that way. No, never. Not at all. I'm not that kind of drunk. Um, that was more just cause it was like, at the time I was, I think something subconsciously must've been in my head. Like, Hey, you know, you can do this PKA thing, you know, like, why is he on this spot? And like, I, I don't remember consciously thinking about that ever, but that must be what my thought process was at the time in I my drunk state. I think you're looking too far into it. I think you were just, you just got shit faced too quickly. It could have, yeah, it might've been. That's, that's all I think it is, because you never drink that much that quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's ever. true. But, yeah, I, I mean, I showed up on that PKA drunk, because I, I was <laughs> I was with friends. Like, I was, it was a, a week end, because that's when it was filmed on Saturday, I think. And, and you were drinking and it was like I, hard alcohol. I was, yeah, drink, drinking and showed up drunk, because they texted me, like, I was hanging out with friends most of the day, and they're like, hey, you want to be on PKA? And it's like, that's a great idea. Like, that's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you just keep drinking a ton throughout a, well, it wasn't four hours at the time, it was only like a couple hours at the time. But anyway, that was so stupid and embarrassing. Um, but yeah, I think the drinking episode went well. I'm going to order a breathalyzer online, so that we can do, like, games or something. I can't think of any game with a breathalyzer other than see how high you can blow it, which seems like... Like, I don't know. two hours isn't a huge amount of, a huge window. Because I think any drinking episode we do has to be about two hours long to give us time to get through it. It is for it. me, because what happened after we were done filming the drinking episode is I shut my computer, I laid down, and I went to sleep. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. There's no, it was off. Like, as soon as the camera was off, I was off. Yeah. It was just. Fell asleep. Instantly. Yeah. I knew that's what was, was going to happen. I was really drunk. I knew. Yeah, you, you were pretty drunk. Yeah. But I stretched that 20-minute window out, that 20-minute window of me being, like, super high-energy drunk. I stretched it out pretty far, so. You did. You were pretty high-energy drunk. for that. So check out our drinking episode if you haven't already, or just watch it again, asshole. Um, <laughs> so, talked about the drinking episode a bit. Did you know? Oh, you also, I don't know what we want to get to first. Hillary fainting. I'm gonna I'm gonna gesture with my uh, with a pen in my hand now so that it'll be like oh look at this guy what's he, what's he got up his sleeve we need um, but um we anyway need those Gandalf pipes so that we can chew on while we're like Ooh. gesturing get rid of these e cigs yeah we should get a pipe we should a big fancy kind of we should both get one yeah and then get little hats and I want a monocle I don't want that let's not be silly anyway we can get to 
Hillary fainting, like a like a twat. I apparently someone commented and said I said twat. I said twat like it was an O. It's supposed to be twat. Yeah, like British. You twat. People say twats. Yeah, but I I was not saying the A correctly, so I wanted to make sure that he's he, that guy heard I was well, saying it we, right. Well, we we do say it twat here. Well, I mean, I was saying it wrong. What? I was what? saying it more like twat. Twat? Are you saying twat. like instead of twat? Twat. 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 Well, they say twat. Like, you stupid twat kind of thing. But when we say twat, it, you're just referring to vagina. I, I think. I don't know. Now I've, I'm pretty sure I just said it wrong again when I was trying to show that I was saying it right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The Hillary thing. Or uh, you tweeted about our dinner where you, we cut up a bunch of peppers and had a nice spicy stir fry. Well, where where do we begin? Where do um, we begin? Gotta go in with the more interesting one. The more Pep- pepper dick. Yeah, pepper dick. Pepper, pepper dick. Yeah. Well, you gave yourself pepper balls. Yes, I did. That or was that was from you scratching. Like scratched your balls. That tell was tell us post- about that. Tell us how, how, how that <laughs> tell, feel. Tell us about that. Uh, <laughs> how that how that feel on your on your ball sack? It didn't feel great because I we we're making dinner and we didn't time out the cutting of the peppers very well, and so it was oh, like, really? yeah, oh really, yes. And so I was there. You were cutting the peppers when the meat was already getting in, like, cooked. And you were like, all right, we need to hurry up and get all these peppers in there so they cook the correct amount of time. And it's not undercooked when the meat and everything is all done. And so you were like, you got to cut up some more peppers. And so I was cutting them up. And there wasn't enough time to tear all the seeds out like you're usually supposed to. So I was like, fuck it, just throw it in there. And so there was a huge amount of seeds. It was incredibly spicy. We ate, wolfed it down. It was one of the spiciest meals we've had in a while. It was very spicy. I enjoyed it a lot. Both of our noses were running. Mm -hmm. My eyes were watering. It was good, though. It was a good meal. I enjoyed it. It was delicious. And uh, I didn't wash my hands afterward. You didn't wash your hands afterward. And so just later. It didn't matter whether or not we washed our hands, though. It it did in (laughs) the end. We found out later. Later in the, yeah, actually, yeah. Later later in the, the evening, maybe like 20 minutes, I scratched myself down there. And then I sat down with my computer on my lap and kind of was goofing around. And about five minutes later, I'm like, man, I'm feeling really hot all down there. Like, like, oh, man, this is weird. And, like, a couple more minutes go by, and it's, it started to get to the point where it was like, oh, my God, like, this is what, – what's happening? What's wrong? And then I started to realize, like, oh, shit, maybe this is, like, a pepper thing. I thought peppers didn't matter if they got on your skin as long as it didn't get into, like, an open sore or something like that, you know? See, and I know better than this because I always cut up the peppers – and then when I go to take my contacts out at the end of the night, it doesn't matter how many times I've washed my hands, my eyes will just burn. They'll burn so bad. Oh. Because it gets, like, under your nails. Well, it, it wasn't – I'm usually – it doesn't get to me like that. Um, but anyway, it just burned intensely to the point that we were on the couch together. I stood up, and I'm like, I have to get in the shower. <laughs> and so I, I stood up, stripped down, went and got in the shower, and just turned on, like, lukewarm water and kind of just – like tried to scrub because I wasn't sure exactly what to do, and so I borrowed some of your whatever cleansing scrub wash in there, which uh, only one squirt, so not very much. I wasn't sure exactly how to use it, and uh, it did not help at all. It didn't get rid of anything. It the cleansing scrub completely failed. It was defeated by the capsaicin. The cleansing scrub. Yeah, yeah, it's a little foamy cleansing scrub. It it, it looked efficacious. Is it the one in the can? <laughs> Is that uh, shave cream? No, it's a bottle. I didn't put shave cream all over myself <laughs> like a retarded person 
uh, thinking that I was, I don't know. I was helping. You said foamy scrub, and I'm like, I don't really have anything that foams in there. Uh, I will find it for you. Maybe it doesn't say foaming scrub, but it was a foamy scrub. That's what it was. And so Did I took it. Did it have a pump? Yes, it had a pump. And it foams when it comes it out. God damn it, it that's out. my face wash. Okay, well, I tried to use it. <laughs> that's my calming face wash. <laughs> that's, that's what it said that I thought was good. Calming. I was just looking around. I don't have glasses on because I'm in the shower, so I can't see. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking around, like picking up bottles, like bringing it close. Like, what's this say? No, that's a conditioner. That's not going to help. What's this? What the fuck is this? A, a calming uh, foam. Okay, all right, let's do that. And so I gave it a go. Like, really lathered up. I figured, like, maybe you have to, like, stand here and kind of, like, wait. Let it set in. And so, meanwhile, I, like, this is burning. It's burning badly. <laughs> I, I, I keep, like, dancing into the water, like, letting the water run on it. But, like, the feeling is, like, when you have hot water running on a bad sunburn, where it's, like, you know it's good to, like, clean it and whatnot, but it's, like, oh, fuck, oh, this burns so bad. And it burns so bad that at one point I almost, like, yelled out from the shower. But I just kind of, like, muscled it down, like, just, oh, God, this sucks. And got it all off eventually, I thought, then got out. Two minutes later, it's burning again, much less severe than it was, but it was burning. The whole region burned, and I basically just had to deal with it for like another 20 minutes until it subsided. But it, it was genuinely horrible. It hurt a lot. There was a real moment, a real moment that I was in the shower thinking, like, I'm going to have to go to an urgent care or to a <laughs> doctor or something because this is such an intense burn on my whole genital area that oh, it was, it was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. So I washed my hands after that, and then that didn't help, and it got worse for both of us later. We'll spare you the details, but yeah. Yeah, no details into that, but it... it, it I really it, did have fire crotch. And yeah, we both did. It sucked. Again. And so that was really shitty. That was... I didn't enjoy that. Um, so that's really a PSA for you guys. Don't think... That peppers only burn you if it's in an open sore or your eyes or like a mucous membrane. They can burn anywhere, you know, well, from your armpit to your scrotum. Well, it is like a mucous membrane for females. Down for females, there. yeah, and that makes sense. I was saying I didn't know that mucus. just getting it on. It's gross. Yeah, it is kind of gross when you really think about it. Just saying it, it's just gross. Just saying it. It's a mucous membrane yeah. down there. Yeah, it's like, and it's got to keep the right pH, like an Olympic pool. Yeah, but it does that itself. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you don't, you're not putting chlorine tablets up there at night. I, they have products to fix, correct the that situation, though. Really? If it gets thrown off, yeah. I would hope so, because like that'd pH be pH wipes or whatever. I don't know. I haven't used them before. Your pH is top-notch. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I know there's nothing wrong, so I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Um, get it tested. Get it, Find out. Get your pH what tested. What if it's been off my like whole life? Like one of those like dipsticks that you put in pool water. You just wipe that and, and see what it says. <laughs> oh, don't worry about that. I have a saltwater vagina. <laughs> <laughs> it's much cleaner, you know? It tastes better. You don't have to worry about burning your eyes. Um Oh, so the Hillary thing we we're going to talk about briefly. So, the, I, 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 I'm at a loss for how many people I see acting still like the Hillary's health is a, a, a conspiracy theory. 
like she's clearly like people acting like oh it's just republicans going or just conservatives whatever you want to say going after this lady like oh she's just stressed out on the trail she's got this wrong that wrong at this point i don't know who could possibly be making these arguments because it's pretty abundantly fucking apparent that this lady has some serious health problems uh Dr. Drew talked about it. So many medical professionals have talked about it. Um, obviously, you can't take a medical professional's word as law until they actually inspect someone and give them like a diagnosis or tell them what's up. Like you can't just diagnose someone from a distance. That's unethical. But it's it's clear that there's a serious problem with her health. She basically fell over her. There's a good clip of her standing next to a big van. Tons of people around. Uh, apparently, you know, the mainstream media. A lot of them are said she's overheating interesting to overheat in the a.m. in new york and one of the coolest days in the last few months that's interesting nobody else seemed to have trouble overheating um she was leaning on a post right by a van like kind of swaying one of her aides this lady was had her arm like this like grabbing her arm the way you do to stabilize someone you know and she was like swaying like if it was anyone else it would it looked like she was drunk like her uh her balance was off and she started kind of swaying and like drooping down, like losing rigidity. It, and to then me, it they, looked like she was falling forward. She and was they basically were just, like, falling forward. Her up and yeah. Carrying her and into she, the Yeah. Basically vehicle. she was falling forward and they were supporting her. And, it, and like, she took one step forward and she actually almost fell. You can see her like, like really, really drop until someone grabs her. They put her in and then they cart her off, I guess, to wherever the fuck she's going. And, like, this is a serious problem. Like, how how is it conspiratorial to be like, hey, one of our fucking presidential candidates, um, they can't stand on their own. They have to have stools wherever they go. They have really seedy medical people hanging out. Uh, the information that has come out about their medical uh, issues right now and the way they're being treated doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, how is this conspiratorial? I mean, the, everybody was fine eight years ago ripping into McC McCain. Oh, is McCain healthy enough to be president? I don't know. Who the fuck knows? I think he's going to die soon. He's he's not healthy enough. Like, yeah, he was an old man at the time, well, and it was and important. And he didn't exhibit, as far as I remember, he didn't exhibit, like, physical symptoms that were visible to everyone. It was just the fact that he had, like, a was it a pacemaker? It was the, the thing that, like... I can't remember. It was the thing of, like, him being kind of, quote, weak and feeble because, like, he can't lift his arms up because he was tortured in that POW camp. He, like, okay, the whole well, point that's is, just a disability that's not necessarily, no, like... It's not, I was saying, but, like, in people's eyes, that shows that you've been, like, beaten down some, so maybe you're not as healthy. I don't know. What I'm saying is that it, it was fine to come after John McCain and go, hey, let's get some health records on this guy, because at the end of the day, he's an old man and should probably, you know, if you're going to run the, the country, we need to know that you're not going to croak in two weeks. So it was fine. I, if I recall correctly, he divulged his medical records. They were like, well, you're just an old fucking man, and you're not going to win anyway because Obama's running against you, so good fucking luck. Um, why is that different now? Why is it unacceptable to have Hillary provide health documents? Can you fucking imagine if Donald Trump slumped and, and almost fell over and had to be carried into a, into a van? It would be everywhere. It would be front page. It would be the biggest news story of the month, one of the biggest of the year. Trump collapses. Uh, Trump, you know, weakly, you know, you know, plummets to the ground. Big fat orange fuck, whatever they would say. Uh, <laughs> Hillary does. I was tweeting about this earlier, and someone was like, You're, "So you really think the mainstream media just isn't covering this?" So I went around all the mainstream media sites, really not making a big deal out of it. They're not. They say things like she may have overheated. 
Yeah, she may have overheated. Yeah, if you just see that Hillary overheated as the news banner, uh, it really underplays it, doesn't it? It, well, does, it really underplays the fact you... that she collapsed in the streets and had to be carried into a vehicle in the middle of the morning on a not very hot day, as if that was ever a reasonable excuse in the first place. It's just ridiculous. And then looking at CNN doing the same thing. All of the media is trying to downplay it. And if you look at how vicious the media usually is about just any little thing, yeah, I mean, and they're not it's vicious a clear, at all about this. And people are really. so people are so fucking dense that they think that pointing this out is a tacit, uh, I guess, endorsement of Trump and everything he does. When it's like, no, it doesn't, because that's the only response you get is you'll say, "Hey, Hillary." looks like she's honestly dying. She's so sick. She uh, doesn't look presidential. She always looks like she's forgetting stuff. She looks like an old, senile woman, and her record of corruption is as long as she is, you know, unhealthy. Uh, and the only response is, well, Donald Trump XYZ. Well, Trump is a racist. Well, Trump is an, uh, a sexist. Trump is, like, he that hates has women. Nothing to do it's like, with that, her. Has, that has nothing to do with what the fuck we're talking about right now. And the only reason you're bringing it up is because you know that you have no argument. Because Hillary's a shit candidate. I just don't see the need for so many people to defend Hillary. When it's like, no, going after Hillary doesn't mean that you're endorsing Trump. I happen to think that Trump is the lesser of two evils. And so he'll end up being my guy, unfortunately. But that doesn't mean that you can't critique him also. I, I critique Trump often. Uh, not as much as I critique Hillary because I think she's a genuinely worse candidate. I think she's a bad person who is in ill health. So it's just bugging the shit out of me that it's put into some weird conspiracy camp and that people are too dense to have an actual discussion about Hillary without immediately making some weird claim about Trump wanting to murder all Mexicans or wanting to, you know, have a... a a trail of tears to um, of, of immigrants being sent back to Mexico. Like, it, it's just nonsense. It's nonsense. Well, the, all of those uh, accusations, like Ben Shapiro was talking about this on his show, that the only bar... That's a good show. The only bar that Donald Trump has to jump over is not be crazy and unpredictable. If he can just be rational and uh, not act like a crazy person, I mean, he's... He's going to end up winning. I, don't, I still don't think he has any shot. Of, I don't think he's going to win. Like, there's no way he's going to win. Because the Clinton, like, it will, there will be some fucking shady shit going on with the election. Um, that's a given. But Yeah, I just, that's I, the other thing. That's See, that's the problem I have with the whole FBI investigation. Is that this level of corruption is just a, a red yeah. herring to what it's, will happen it's in the, already, in the yeah. election. Basically, it's already been shown that if – so if, if one of the candidates could rig the election, it's not Trump because even a ton of the big-name conservatives don't want that fucking dude. It would be Hillary. If there is one of them that had the capacity and the connections and the love of the media and the love of a lot of fellow politicians, it would be Hillary who has that power, right? Yeah. And it's already been demonstrated that the rules don't apply to Hillary. They, they just don't. You can talk about the FBI thing, the emails, all you want, and downplay it, which is always what they do. The media does a great job of convincing you that everything that Hillary Clinton does is old news. You know, it, it's never – you can talk about, um, you know, Trump 
saying something that was that could be perceived as demeaning to women in 1986, and that's a big deal. But oh, Hillary, what she did in 2014? Why are you living in the past? Like it's it's fucking enraging to watch so many otherwise smart people eat this shit up, hook, line, and sinker. Mostly, I'm convinced because they want everyone around them to see that they don't like Trump. It's like a virtue signaling kind of thing of like I don't like Trump. Like he's clearly racist. Everybody see everybody see everybody seeing this guy. What's important here is that you see that I'm a good person tweeting about this like it maybe i'm being disjointed now it's just frustrating how how out of control this has gotten and it feels like i'm taking crazy pills when i'm saying things that i feel like are common sense and a lot of people are like oh that's that's just crazy like no no trump's actually like hitler oh is he only one of the politics only one of these people running actually has had impacts in politics in the past as far as going to war and it's not trump yeah. Like it's it's some of the it's it's crazy. And Trump is a is a buffoon idiot. I think and everybody's he's the better just choice. depressed. Everybody's just so distraught and depressed that these are their choices. Yeah, and he's so stupid in how he handles media cycles and how he like every time like he would he would do something kinda smart, like have a good speech or something, and then immediately be like, Oh, we're gonna have a mix up and, and uh, switch our uh, campaign managers and it was like Okay, so you, all right, like why why are you? It's like you're trying to sabotage yourself. Oh, I'm gonna make fun of uh, the cons. What if he is uh, because though? they're a gold star family? Like what? What if he is though? Like I mean, think about it. What was uh? Well, I don't I don't know how true this is, but one of your friends was saying that he didn't spend any money really on advertising. He hasn't spent hardly anything compared to Hillary. And that that. I would I would assume that that is where the bulk of campaign money goes into advertising and going yeah. to these different places. I want to know how much money he's making off of this. Like how much money he's making off of products, his merchandise. I mean, it's got to be it's got to be significant. I don't know. You think that they spend a lot of money on campaigns? I want to know like and this may be out there, the information may be out there. Um so I don't know. But it would be interesting to see how much he's actually spending versus if he's making anything. Yeah, he's he's got to spend more, especially in swing states with ads. Um, and he's got to hope that Hillary continues to be in the public spotlight more than she is now. Because the more she's in public, the more people dislike her. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's 9-11. It's a layup for politicians. Go out there, talk about 9-11. You know, we won't ever forget. Really important. You know, let's take this day and put all our differences aside and blah, 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 whatever you want to say. It's a layup. You can't ruin it. And she goes out and passes out at, you know, 10 in the morning on a reasonably cool day. Or at least, at the very least, not hot. What was it, like 70-something degrees this morning in New York? If she was overheating, they should have taken her, taken her fucking coat off first before they allowed her to pass out. Um, she didn't overheat. But... Yeah, it, it's just silly. I don't want to talk about it too much anymore because it's just <laughs> frustrating. And How I many know, times can we mention the heat of the day? And I know people are probably going to disagree with me. And, I, and there's probably some stuff I said that's wrong. But I, I really think it's just crazy how patently obvious it is that the media is on her side every step of the way. And people still act like that's a conspiracy theory. Well, and I, I saw for the first time, because I don't watch TV, we, we don't. We don't really watch TV. So I saw one of her ad campaigns for the first time last night, and it was just trying to defame Trump. 
and it's like I think he does a pretty good job of that himself like he he makes a buffoon of himself enough that you'd think that he she wouldn't have to she could make like more positive ads she has to do that though because what else can she do like her she's corrupt enough that people know that she's shady and so really the only thing she so has she to play up. she should be running positive ad campaigns. Well, what not... she should be doing is playing up, like, and she does it every fucking day, but this is probably what's going to work for her, is playing up the vagina card, the I'm a woman, that, uh, you know, don't you want to be a man who voted for the first woman? You know, women around you will respect you. They won't think it's no. a weird, placating, you know, condescending move. It'll get you laid. Uh, oh, women, think of how strong it'll be for a woman to be in office. We'll show those boys around. Like, that's what yeah, is going to win it for her, is two women. two years, it's going to be like, oh, shit, I do not want to admit that I voted for Hillary. No, it won't. Yeah, it will. It'll be the same thing as no, Obama. No, because it'll be, it'll be awful. It'll be awful. It's going to be the same exact kind of ride as Obama if Hillary gets elected as far as the whole victimhood culture thing. Like, race relations now are worse than they were when Obama took office. He, the he perception had so, of race... Well... If you ask anyone, like, uh, this, these are just the other polls. I think it's the perception of race relations. Okay, I don't think well, race well, they, relations are actually worse. I think it's the perception. I Okay, well, then then that's a meaningless semantics thing. Because what else is race relations if not perception? Like, it's not an actual aggregate of all because interrelational Because I don't think that they're actually uh, suffering anymore than no, they were No, no, I'm saying that the, the way... The discomfort and the amount of focus put on race relations in 2016 is worse than it was in 2008. Most people agree, based on the polls I've seen online, that we are in a worse spot for race relations than we were in 2008. Yes. And that's partially because Obama, at so many opportunities, could have been a uniter, and instead he was a divider. Someone that used it as a po- as political gain. Oh, this big racial event happened. Well, let's... Let's not be too hasty to say that we're all Americans and we need to move past this. What we really need to do is dwell on a lot of these issues and pretend that they're endemic. Uh, like, just, he was shitty at that, and it was worse. And any condemnation of him was kind of cast off as just, you know, oh, you must be at least a little bit racist. Oh, you must be a little, little bit racist to not like Obama. Which is why so <laughs> many people on the left love just saying, man, Obama, what a fucking guy. He's the best. do 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 Look at me. So good. That's what it's going to be with Hillary again. Any any insult against her is going to be sexist. We're going to have to reopen the discussion about how women are actually not paid 77 cents for every dollar a man makes. They're actually paid minus $50. You know, and, and women are held to such a horrible standard. Do you know that in some states, women uh, can't... Uh, I, I can't even think of an example of what women can't do. But that's what it'll be. It'll be a huge roundtable for fucking eight years about how horrible women have it. And yeah, any critique is going to be sexist, just like any critique of Obama. And, and of course, there are Obama supporters out there who didn't use the race card and whatnot, but it was like a last resort kind of thing. That if you actually had a lot of really good points about him, that, you know, eventually the person you were arguing with, if they were a far lefty, it would come out, ah, oh, you're just a racist. You just don't like that a white guy isn't in charge. When it's like, okay, well, now we've, now this discussion is over because we can't go anywhere from here. Because if I continue to engage in discussion with you, then I'm giving you some credence when you don't deserve any. You're just so passionate. So passionate? About all of this. It's just annoying to watch all the falsehood and the and the bullshit. And That's not why enough, I don't participate. Not enough That's people are calling it. it out. You're, you're my uh, source for political information. Well, that's risky. And Ben, well, I that guess I listen risky. to Ben Shapiro. 
and Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla is really talks, good on that he stuff. He talks about stuff. But like anyway, that, I, but... I probably went off too far on some of that into real conspiracy territory, maybe. But really, it just comes down to just don't believe all the bullshit, all the nonsense, all the you know. Anyway, we need to move past this because we're we're eating into a lot of time about politics. I I think that you're eating. A no, lot of no, time no, no, no. Politics. It's we because we're a team. We're we're a team until. The politics talk comes Until up. politics talk comes up. Like, I I mean, I could say more. I was a poli-sci major before I picked criminal justice and psychology, so I just, yeah. I'll keep my mouth shut. Well, I mean, not, we're definitely not here to spread facts. <laughs> we're here to spread my opinion on things, and you can agree or disagree. See, you would have been great in policy debate. Yeah, maybe. You could have been, oh, that would have been cool if you could have been my policy debate partner in high school. Yeah, policy debate. Go debate, go to debate camp with me. Oh, that would have been fun. Debate camp. Yep. Argue. Four weeks of, uh, of research, mostly. Well, and here's reason number three, that God doesn't think of anal sex as bad, you know? <laughs> if you were religious. No, so, the, the uh, resolution for that year had to do with I was saying that's the, the argument that I would be in... making to you in our room at the debate camp. Okay, but there's a resolution okay. that, like, never mind. No, no, no. Policy debate, you have a resolution set forth for the year, and every debate that you enter has to revolve around that resolution. And you can't just like be like oh we're talking about this today yeah because then you would argue whether or not their argument was topical to the resolution and the resolution i can't remember one of them had to do with uh the first year i was in debate one of them had to do with the war on terror um and decreasing the number of like enemy combatants or something and then the second year uh, had to do with increasing the number of persons in, like, three or four different government programs or something like that. AmeriCorps was one of them, I remember. I can't remember the other ones, but, uh, yeah, it was interesting. It was pretty interesting. I bet. You would have liked it. I'm sure. You would have just yelled at other people. I don't know. You just would have been able to convincingly bullshit your way through everything. Yep. That would have... Which is a lot of it. Like, it just has to sound right because you bring forth evidence, but then the evidence has to make sense, and you could just make it make sense, I think. I think you oh. would have done well. Well, thank you. And you can talk fast, so... Talk fast? Yeah. <laughs> is that important? Gotta yes, that's fast. very important. You have to be able to talk very quickly in policy debate, ah, which well I, was not, I was not good at. No? No. No, you're not a very fast talker. Maybe. I don't know. Some some people think I might talk fast, but in policy debate, if you go if you look up any video on YouTube of policy debate, you will understand what I mean. I <laughs> they bet. just have to go like you can't understand what some of them are saying. Yeah, I know. I you bet. know, you it's bet. like a bull auctioneer. I bet a little. Yeah, I've been to some of those. They're neat. Anyway, to wrap it and move to something else, um, let, leave a comment about the whole politics thing if you are interested in it all or you know i know a lot of you just don't like it but really i'm interested to read your opinions i just don't like the idea of this victimhood pc culture being propagated for another eight years when that's exactly what's going to happen probably no matter what but worse so with hillary so anyway we'll move on do you want to do a question or do you want to 
someone on my Twitter sent me this big list to find out how much of a feminist we are that you have to check all that apply. Or we could do a question from a viewer. It's up to you. I feel You're like... You're in uh... the driver's seat. I'm in the driver's seat. Now well, you I are. feel like this is a continuance of what we were just talking about. Which is why I was giving you the option. We could jump into something else. Do a question. I feel like this might spark more arguments. Not between us. We agree on pretty much a lot of that. Maybe. Let's find out. Mayhaps? Mayhaps. Mayhaps. You want to do that or you want to do some of these Twitter things? Uh, We'll do the Twitter things next time. Do the Twitter things next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at the camera like you got a secret with them. I oh, do. you do? Oh, you do? I do, because I, I engage. I look at the camera more often than I'm just talking nonsense. Yeah, I do not. I look at the camera maybe a tenth as much as I just talk nonsense. Because when I can't get a word in edgewise, I've got to be able to do something, and that's engage the audience. <laughs> engage the audience. That's why everybody likes you so much. Because <laughs> they feel like you're engaging. Yeah, I engaged. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, people were saying that. They're like, she flipped <laughs> off the camera like five different times during the <laughs> during the drinking episode. It's my favorite thing to do. It's my favorite finger. It's your favorite finger. My favorite finger. All right. So, man, this is a long fucking li- You have to believe a lot of shit to be a feminist. Well, 50 things. Well, is it just, does it really just tally? Oh, it says, how much are you? Check all that apply. So this is oh already this is going to be one of those this. it's going to be one of those lists where you know feminists really don't like that their movements kind of been hijacked and falling apart because they ran well, out of stuff to complain about and so it's got to be a list that makes everybody a feminist if you believe any of these things you're a feminist some of these are illogical like I'm looking at the first one and it is not a logical sentence I can't remember the word for it but when I took a logic class and what does uh, it say. It says, I would be willing to give up some of my salary if I had to so that equal pay in my workplace could be a reality. Well, it's presupposing that equal pay does not already exist. Yeah, but they have to start from that false premise because they have to lie. Yes, false premise. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a false premise. And so they have to begin from that false premise because otherwise they'd have to admit, oh, man, women and men do get paid the same amount for the same job. Because if that were true, if you could pay women 70% as much as you could pay men, um, the female unemployment rate in this country would be 0%, and the male unemployment rate would be astonishingly high because companies would be like, hmm, uh, yeah, we're going to hire all women because we can pay them way less. But that's fucking illegal, and it's against the law. It's so been against the law for decades. Of we're course not going to check that because we're not going with a false premise there. Number no. two, we're also not going to check. I believe that men and women should be equal. First of all, uh, they never will be. And what do they mean? Equal under the law? Equal, equal under in what? social situations? Equal like well, equal what is... in every way? Should women be able to? Should men not be able to bench as much as women because they need to be equal? Yeah. Men can't bench any more than this amount because women can't. Yeah. No bullshit. We're not checking that either. No. Uh, nope. Number three. I can't help but be bothered when a song includes misogynistic lyrics, even when I otherwise like the song. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if they're saying, I well, can't. I can't understand what they say in a lot of songs because I'm not good at getting the lyrics through. And so... I don't care if they're saying... What they and say it should in, be evident if anybody knows anything about MSI. <laughs> um, I don't give a shit if they're saying faggot, faggot, faggot. Like, if I like the song, if I like how it sounds when they say faggot, 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 then I like it. I like the song. 
And I know yeah. a lot of gay people that like that song, so. Most people just aren't, uh, just don't give a shit about little things like that. So, so we're not going to check that either. No. Um, it's like, I can't help but be bothered when another white guy gets killed in a movie. Or when they cast another white guy as the bad, evil corporate just, master. It just makes me feel so bad that they're making fun of my group. It's like, guys, fuck off. Who cares? Four, Who cares? I know who Bell Hooks is. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, five, I can define intersectional feminism. Oh, no, I can't. No, and I that, doubt the people that wrote the, this list can accurately no, either. No, that's when you're so overweight that you need two branches of feminism for each half of your body. Intersectional intersection the intersection <laughs> the latitude of i don't know yeah i don't know what intersectional feminism i it, think it number sounds five should like be changed to i think i can define intersectional feminism what it sounds like it is so check it is that it's a way uh it sounds like it's a way that like intersectional it's intersecting it sounds like a way that they're trying to make it be so that it's like ah this movie it's not just the film industry we need to look at it as feminists we need to intersect this as feminists so it's feminist film or it's feminist books or it's a, a feminist social structure when you know men who sit with their legs spread just because they have balls and a penis there uh th that's ridiculous like we need to bring feminism into the discussion of why men need to keep to themselves on their own train cars so that we can be more comfortable like, it just sounds like a way they can snake something in, you know? I bet that's what it is. They're I, trying to intersect. I don't know. I also inherently don't like this list because it, it, it makes a scale of, like, this is feminism, this is the opposite of feminism, and here's where you fall on this scale, and here's all of our arbitrary items in which you have to adhere to in order to go up or down on that scale. And it's just fucking retarded. I've never heard of intersectional feminism in my life. Let's go on to number six. I don't use the phrase hey guys when referring to a group of people that includes men and women. I call women guys all the time. Wow. You know, everybody hey does. It's it, almost even like a it's whole common. a group of women, it, even if it's all women, I'm like, hey guys, what's up? It's because it's like, it's just common vernacular. That's the way people talk. Yeah. You go, hey guys. Hey, what's up, guys? Like, it, I, it, I, you all don't that means think... is I'm, I'm not less of a feminist. I'm just more practical. Or that you just, like most people, you don't think about this stuff. People yeah, don't think about this. Yeah, but it's when you don't think this. about this stuff that it becomes a problem. Oh, that's true. That's, that's so intersectional of you. <laughs> Number seven, I have taken a woman's and or gender studies class. You have. I took one that was, <laughs> it wasn't technically like a gender studies, women's and gender studies, but it was very close. Like a sociology class about like op oppressed people. Um, and so I guess that would count, and it was... Oh, I, I thought you called it, a, like, a It was basically women's studies. studies it was basically women's studies. Okay, we spent well, so much time talking about how fucking rough women have it, and there is nothing more insufferable than sitting in a room... It was a summer class. Sitting in a room with... It was me and one of the Mizzou football players. This big, country-fed white boy... That was like six, seven, gigantic. Always brought in like a full gallon of water and would finish it in the whole class. And it's like, dude, like settle down. But he, he and I sat in the back and it was so many other women and maybe like one or two other guys. And it was every day, just the big, fat, short haired woman who taught the class talking about how difficult it was to be a woman. Did all the struggles that up? women had and that and it, all the women in the class 
just loving it. Just just flicking the bean to the thought of, oh, man, I'm such a victim. I love this. Like, Did oh, tell us how hard it is. Did you ever bring up the fact that you were sitting in a college education class and the majority of them in there were female? Uh, yeah. Because that yeah, you, you, right you, there you, you, you can't, is an indicator. You can't like bring you're up, all... You can't bring up actual facts. You really can't because it's all an emotional appeal. It's, well, but we just know how, how much worse black people have it. We just know how much worse women have it. Like, even if, you know, women are technically the first oppressed minority that is a majority um, that graduates education higher levels than men at every echelon, um, that has more money spent on their health issues, that has more attention spent on really any of their issues, domestic or otherwise, that they take out a higher amount than they put in to the government than men do. They, it's, it's just bananas to sit in a classroom with the most privileged people in the history of the world, a woman in the United States, yeah. and then hear them complain. There aren't enough women politicians. You make up the majority of voters. Women don't vote for women because they don't want to vote for women. And then you come in all condescending, like, well, the reason women don't do it is because of X, Y, Z. No, the reason they don't do it is because they don't want to fucking do it. Because most women are rational people. They don't think like you. They don't go to the polls and go, I'm going to vote for a woman just because she's a fucking woman. Like, women don't want to be led by women in a lot of... They just don't. Okay, so we're not going to check that box because you technically didn't attend a class that was labeled as a women's studies or I'm, feminist I'm class. I'm checking so, it. I think I got we're it. We're not checking That's it. That's not fair. We're not I, checking I got it. it close. We're not checking it. Eight. I think it's important to encourage girls to pursue science and math as a career. I do. Uh, we're going to check that box because I think you would agree. It it would it is important. Like that's what would bridge the the perceived gap yeah, in the, uh, in we already, inequality. We already do push women and girls to pursue math, math and science. Like they have so many special. No, it's scholarships. not. Like I think we should start. I. It's just I think it's important yeah, to encourage I, girls. I think that's to good. pursue science and math as a career. I think, I think we it's need... important to pursue for everyone to be encouraged to pursue math and science yeah. as a career instead of oh you can go to college get a forty thousand dollar English degree and and be, uh, yeah. be forty thousand dollars in debt. Yeah, that's what and the not only thing. Get a job that's worthwhile. Yeah, we should we should push all children and kids into science and math, not science and math, science and technology, whatever you want to say, into the sciences. As a career. Mm -hmm. I just don't like when they do shit. Like, we need to encourage girls to do it. Where it's like, yeah, I guess that's true by virtue of the fact that I would say we need to encourage children and girls are children. But it just always leaves a bad taste in my mouth when it's like, you, you're, you're already being incentivized. It's so fucking pushed. And it, like uh, even people say, like, women just Maybe. aren't as driven to be in um, those fields for the most part. I mean, part. I have... It will never be an equal representation. I have a close friend that's had to deal with, like, being a woman in engineering, and, th like, there are issues, and most of it is because m men in those careers don't know how to deal with women. Like, they're socially awkward, and they don't know... It's not necessarily their fault. It, like, they're just Maybe. social retards. I think that's kind of crazy to say that all men in the science technology field are most, social most retards. of them most of them like just from what my friend has is is that the case or is that anecdotal but that maybe that's true or is it that those women go into that field and then are kind of taken aback when they're being treated the same as all the men in that field just kind of weird social people no they're being not together. Being, they're not being treated the same like they're they're coming on to them maybe no well I, if they're shy they wouldn't come on to them they'd just be weird from afar right 
Uh, I, I'd have to ask her for a specific, a specific example because she's had many, many different, like, inappropriate sure. and unprofessional oh, examples of it, i'm not saying that doesn't exist it, it like does they exist. don't they don't know how to deal with women in the workplace a lot of times um i i remember she had uh this particular friend had issues with someone that she worked with being wildly inappropriate with like sexual comments and stuff and it's like well you know he's probably he doesn't know how to behave around women yeah. in the workplace because they don't not a lot of them exist in that field. Yeah, that, that, and that, I guarantee I, I agree with you. We're still checking the box. Yeah, we're, still checking, we're the checking that box because it's important to encourage children into that kind of career. So okay. I think that's good. Number nine, women should be allowed to apply for a job if they fulfill 60% of the job requirements. Hmm. No, we're not checking that box because you 60%? have to fulfill 100% of job requirements in order to do a job. Not women, though. They're not the same. Number 10, I think we should change women's bathroom symbols to not include traditionally feminine clothing. Then how, how do you know who goes to the bathroom? I think we need a picture of a vagina. Just a big pussy on there. A big pussy. A pair of tits. And tits. Yeah. Yep. Let's do that. Do you think they'll be okay with that? Yep. No, because then they'll say, well, there's some men have vaginas because they're trans. And then you'll have to be like, oh, okay. Well, that's an argument for a different yeah. day. I'm saying that would I, be their their objection. Uh, no, of course not, because it's it just like everything else in the world. Ninety eight percent of people don't give a fuck. Like they just want to be able to like quickly. Oh, I have to pee. Oh, there's a dress on that one. Okay, I'm a woman. I go there. It it's symbolic. It's just stupid. It's like if I see the sign that points to the direction of the airport, but I I'm offended by the little plane symbol because <laughs> it's a little too phallic for me. Let's change that. Let's make it look like not a plane. No. Yeah. It's stupid. It's silly. Stupid. We know what it means. We know what it represents. It, it, no, it's stupid. 11. I believe trans people should be able to use whichever bathroom they identify with. I, um, uh, I'm split I on agree. that. I agree with that. I'm split we're, on We're it. checking it. I don't agree with it 100%. Uh, I think it's a stupid thing that wasn't ever, wasn't much, wasn't as much of an issue for anyone but trans people before this happened. Like, I don't think anybody really gave a shit about That's, what bathroom they used before yeah. this whole issue came up, except for the people that had to deal with it. So, um. This is the only inconsistency that I don't like with it is that, you know, trans women or whatever, men, uh, want to be, trans women want to be able to go in the women's room, and if the women there are, uh, and if they aren't allowed to do that, they're very offended, they're uncomfortable, because then they have to go to the men's room, and that's why it's wrong. It makes them feel oppressed, makes them feel othered, right? Makes them feel like that. But, that same person walks in, the woman in the bathroom, the biological female, feels very uncomfortable by this biologically male person in there with her while she's trying to go to the bathroom. Why is that person's feelings? Why are they not taken into account? Why why does their feelings why does their comfort mean know. far less than that other person? I'm just saying I just it's don't not know as a woman that is really that bothered by it. Maybe not and I it's such a small deal it doesn't fucking matter. I just don't like the fact that nobody's bringing up like okay, well why does this group of people's feelings matter so much that we need to legislate it and this group of people that genuinely might be uncomfortable with it. Why do we not even care? Because they're bigots. Fuck them. Like they just. Because there's so many. There's it's intellectually so many lazy. Females I know that go into women's restrooms with their gay guy friends. 
Yeah, which is why it's, it's like, not a big deal at all. I'm just saying not a big deal. when they try and pan it off, it's like, oh, if you just, you know, it's it's just a bigotry or not a bigotry issue. Like, if you're a bigot, you think this. If not, you think that. Like, I mean, once again, overly right simplified. everybody has to be uncomfortable with some things, and then they just have to deal with it. They have yeah. to deal with the particular situation. Mm-hmm. Twelve, I believe it's important to encourage women to negotiate. Uh, for what? Yeah, yeah, of course. People should be told sure. to negotiate. Uh, 13, I believe Jennifer Lawrence should earn as much as her male co-stars. No. No. It, it depends what you bring to the table. That's the, if, Wait, if, uh, Clint Eastwood if, isn't, so you, the way they pay you is based on how much you're going to draw. If they cast me in a movie with Jennifer Lawrence and they paid us both the same amount, that would be crazy because she's pulling people to the theater. I'm not. If Jennifer Lawrence is in a movie with, um, Brad Pitt. And they pay them the same amount. That's also ridiculous because well, Brad Pitt is pulling way more people than Jennifer Lawrence. What I'm interested to find out is that was this like this is an interesting statement. Why Jennifer Lawrence was she paid less than anybody in the Hunger Games? Because there are some older male. It wasn't because of the Hunger Games. It was because of a different movie she did, where she was upset okay, about something. Okay, well, I I didn't hear about this, but I assume Hunger Games because I'm just like, how much fucking money did she make doing those movies? And it might I have bet been, she was the top paid actor. It might have been something to do with Hunger Games, where the only thing I can imagine if to do with Hunger Games would be that she signed a contract for the series prior to it because she was a nobody, no name, you know. And then as the series went on, it got bigger, but she was locked into a contract. I don't know if that's true at all, but that was the only way I can imagine it. But the whole point is, I think. Here, let me go back to that. I think that um, that we got to wrap soon. But I think, yeah, of course, if you're bringing in the same amount of value, you should be paid the same. But the reason that they pay people differently is because they bring in different values. Like, she's not as valuable on a movie as Brad Pitt. Just like yeah. I'm not as valuable on a movie set as her. They don't pay all the male co-stars the same. No, of course. But that's the easy way they want to negotiate. They want to make it very, very easy until... Just, just to solidify their argument. So, clearly they, they know what they believe on this. It's a BuzzFeed article, so of course. I think they should just bring her male co-stars down to what she's getting paid. <laughs> then the males will be like, fuck this. I'm not getting paid the same as this bitch. I'm bringing way more people. I'm going to my own No, movie. don't give her any more money is what I'm saying. And then just take them down. No, I'm It'd saying that's funny. not fair just, either. No, just, no, like propose this to her. Be like, okay, you think that they should be paid the same? Well, they will be paid oh, the same. Oh, then it would show that it was all just kind of about spite and yeah. being frustrated. Yeah. Um, we'll I don't think the rest. a movie should be released until it passes the Bechdel test. What's the Bechdel test? Uh, don't check it. I don't, I don't know don't what care. the Bechdel it test is. It doesn't matter. Can't be that important. Uh, I believe all genders are entitled to the same social and political rights. Um, same I, I, political I rights. Guess? What is that? Not the same social rights? Yeah, of course not the same social rights. Right? Or... I can't go breastfeed a child in public. <laughs> I think That'd be should. wildly inappropriate. I think you should be able to. Yeah, no, that's too... Get one of those fake boobs. That's too open-ended. And uh, all genders, can we just, just stop pretending? There's two. Um, I can explain why 78 cents on the dollar is not a fully accurate description of the gender wage gap. Yeah, I can explain that. And their reason is going to be like, because you know it's actually 72 cents, and that women have it even worse than we thought before. Yeah. Um, I believe women, that women who possess a certain type of privilege are responsible for advocating for women who don't have their level of privilege. Are they trying to say that white women should speak on behalf of black women without sounding racist and <laughs> condescending? That's exactly what they're saying. That's exactly what they're saying. They're trying to say that white women need to talk on behalf of black women because 
They don't. They have are their less level because black privi- women privilege. because black women are less capable than white women. That's that's the intrinsic value there. Yeah. That's intrinsically what they're saying. That's, is that I black, think that's racist. It is racist. It, this is the kind of racism you see on the left. It's all paternalistic, head patting. Oh, aren't you just so cute? You know, you think you're a person like a white man. You know, that's it. Yeah. No, but we all know, you know, come on, people, feminists, let's be real. Women, black women, black people, we can, none of us can succeed without the money and backing and full support of white men, is what they seem to believe. They don't seem to think that some black woman out there could just be like, I'm going to be a roaring success on my own. I don't know. Uh, maybe a good example would be fucking Oprah. Um, it, it's just crazy. So paternalistic and ridiculous. I believe anyway. that white women have a responsibility to advocate for black women. Oh, God. Nobody has a responsibility to advocate for anyone. They don't have to do anything they don't fucking want. Well, uh, anyways. Anyway, th- we should wrap it there. We'll finish this list next week. It, we'll spend the next hour next week on this list. I don't think we're going to win. <laughs> I think we're going to lose. We're not going to make the cut of feminists. I want. I want to know what it says, though, at the end. We'll just take the rest of the test and then post like the ones we did check. I, I, I want to save it a little bit. You want to save it? Maybe. It's kind of okay. good. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, hopefully you enjoyed and, uh, and we'll talk to you, talk to you next week. See you later.